My name's June Reed. I'm a Gumbengia Dungari woman from the north coast of New South Wales. And I'm Deputy CEO of First Peoples Disability Network Australia. June, are Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders overrepresented in our prison system? Correct, yes. That's why we currently have Royal Commission into Violence, Abuse and Neglect and Exploitation of um, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander People with Disability happening this week in Perth. And the high rates of incarceration of our people, including those with disability, is the highest rates in the world. So we really need to have voice and change the system that incarcerates our mob living with disability. What is the process of keeping Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders with a disability out of prison? We think the system itself really needs to have an overhaul in regards to acknowledging disability and what it looks like across our community. We have high rates of psychosocial disability. Our children have high rates of FASD, hearing impairments and other disabilities related to the ableism of the system, but also not early intervention in regards to people getting support with disability. We recommend that all incarcerated children have access to disability advocates before and after any sentencing. But more importantly, the system itself needs an overhaul in regards to training and awareness of what disability looks like in our community. We know every $1 spent on changing the rhetoric of incarcerating our young people or our mob living with disability saves about $4 on the system. And it's the long-term impact in relation to that trajectory that once a young child is incarcerated for whatever reason, it leads a, a life that we see um, to the incarceration system. And we're not acknowledging what disability looks like, why we have disability across our communities because of lack of appropriate health systems or disability awareness. And that early intervention programs that can support diversion of our children living with disability, particularly hearing impairment. It's the simple support that can be done to support our kids that may have hearing impairment. But what we see for many of these children, even though they may get support later in life, they've already lost many years of education because of that hearing impairment. So that creates another disability in their life in regards to education outcomes. A lot of work needs to be done across all systems and the service system, but particularly with what we call incarceration nation. We incarcerate our mob with disability rather than diversion programs. We know from reports over and over again that the system perpetrates ongoing sexual, physical and verbal violence in prison, you know, particularly from the staff, and this creates a cycle of violence and re-traumatising our children and young people. So supporting people to get alternative structures in their life and alternative programs that will support them to, first and foremost, acknowledge their disability and get those support, but lead a, a fulfilling life rather than being incarcerated, which is against the rights of children with disabilities, which is under the UN Convention. So we ask for all states and territories to adhere to the rights of Indigenous people, but more importantly, to the rights of Indigenous children living with disability and our adult population living with disability. Do you think the programs in the prison system works? 
No, not at all. First of all, the intake process doesn't acknowledge or um, understand the different disability types and how they can be supported. So the incarceration is an imperative approach that fails our communities over and over again. June, how long will the process take? So currently this is a one-week hearing around incarceration held in Perth around how things can look different and we hope those voices and reports will be understood around the criminal justice system and how it needs more appropriate training and diagnostic tools to understand different disability types. But ongoing from this, there's a lot more work that needs to be done around service system, the medical system, to support those living with disability and particularly with the National Disability Insurance Scheme. So the Royal Commission um, will continue to the end of the year when they'll be putting together their final reports and recommendations. We would hope with this Royal Commission that those recommendations are upheld rather than what we know what happened to the Royal Commission into deaths in custody. So a lot more work that needs to be done. I, I think there's a lot more publicity around this one in regards, and, and that's due to organisations like ourselves, First Peoples Disability Nef- Network, and um, the disability movement in general, that Australia is not upholding the rights of Indigenous people under the UN Convention, or the rights particularly of our children with living with disability. I think that we need to get behind our first people living with disability and support them to navigate a system that wasn't designed for them. But more importantly, the NDIS is for everyone and we need to hold the NDIS accountable that they're supporting our mob with disability supports wherever that may be, particularly in remote regions. And it needs to understand culturally how people live and work and survive out in remote regions and the, the system needs to meet the needs of those people across the sector.